Dana and friends are here to talk about it. Hello there, everyone. My name is Dane. Welcome to Dane and Friends Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Today we have just an amazing friend of mine. His name is Jeremy, but I love to call him Remy. And he has almost an encyclopedic knowledge of Star Wars. And today we are going to talk about a part of Star Wars that I actually have no idea about whatsoever. It's going to be about the Old Republic and the games and and all that lore that's involved there. Let's let's start it with uh, let's start it with something easy. Let's start it with Kotor. So original Knights of the Old Republic, because that was the one that started the 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 talking about that franchise, right? If we're talking video games wise. Yeah, definitely. That's, that's the first one. The, the prequel, the sequel and MMO came from that. So, alrighty. So I have done very little actual, I've played a little bit of it and I know the spoiler at the end, but I don't know a whole lot about KOTOR in general. So what, what about KOTOR like brought you, made you excited about the world because it sounds like you were excited about star wars pretty soon into like after watching the movies and stuff like that right yeah i liked the i was was born in 89 so when i was really little the original trilogy i I enjoyed but i wasn't like super into star wars Mm -hmm. they were just good movies and then episode one came out when i was 10 which was like the perfect age (laughs) <laughs> for, to, to, for that one. movie yeah. to come out yeah so that's what you know set me down that path but the old republic games those are probably the ones that like cemented my star wars love and i actually played the second one first really yeah and as i was playing through that i had a friend who had played the first one and was like super excited that I was playing too and was like wanted to talk to me all about the first one. And <laughs> at that point, you know, I was like, uh, it's it's probably I'm probably not gonna go back and play the first one. The game mechanic I was very focused more on like the gameplay rather than the story. And I was like, ah, the gameplay is not gonna be as good because it's older. I don't know if I can do it. So I had him just like tell me all about one. Lay it on me. Um, so the big twist at the end, as you said, I knew that going into one, okay. and I still ended up ended up loving it. And it was mostly just the they really built that world and that setting and the feel of it going in with. I mean, it's it's pretty similar to where the universe is at in episode one okay where there's the republic and then the jedi are kind of servants of the republic as well and they have their protectors own. and stuff yeah like exactly that, yeah. and they have like the jedi order and everything uh but then they just even not only did they have a good story throughout that game, but they told the prequel to the game throughout that game. Like they set up this whole, as you were going through the game, there was like two wars before the game even happened 
that had major influences. The Mandalorian one. The Mandalorian one. That was the big one. And then they kind of, to a lesser extent, tell you about, I think there was a Jedi Civil War before that one. Holy crap. That sounds really cool. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And so that was the cool thing is you're like, hey, I'm running around. This story's pretty cool that my character is in. And then as you're going, it's like, here's this lore about these other stories from before this game takes place. And you're like, this is really cool, too. And this all ties together. Yeah, it all ties together. And you're like, well, I'm sold. I love this. And that's all happening during just the first game then? Just the first one. And then they continue that trend in the second one. Except now they add in, you know, the story there. But when you play the second one, which was cool for me playing it first, was the story from the first game was some of that pre-game lore that you saw throughout. So you'd hear about Revan and you'd hear about that. I don't remember what they call that war, but it's when, you know, Revan comes back and um, splits the Jedi and all that. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess technically that's before the first one where he... Because the Mandalorian War is he's a hero, and then they win, and then he goes off into space, and then he comes back with a army, and he's calling himself a Sith. Is it ever explained why he changes from from Jedi to Sith? Yes, and that's part of some of the awesome story that you get, especially in the MMO. Okay. They kind of expand upon that a bit. So um, when do they all when do they all take place as far as like so at the first one is it in an actual sequence or is the MMO kind of in between first one and the second one sort of situation or is it MMO's 300 years I believe ish after the second one. Okay. So they are in a sequence to each other then. Yeah, they are. So what I guess that's that here here's let's talk about it then like so what happens in the first one. We don't have to go hugely into spoiler, but I mean, it's what? It's an early 2000s game, if that. Yeah. Like, I mean, I mean it's uh, there's no spoilers at this point. Yeah, it's... Um, I think it was like 03. So you've had 17 <laughs> years to play the game. <laughs> Even with spoilers, still play it. I had spoilers going into it. It's still yeah. one of my favorite games ever. So what happened as it was going through? So it, So it sounds like you said the Mandalorian War... Revan Revan was a hero because he, he was a Jedi originally then. Yeah, there's the whole setup for before the game even like timeline of the game that you, and you get that throughout the game but basically there was kind of as far the start in my brain was there was a Jedi civil war where some of the Jedi kind of didn't like the ways of the order and so um kind of split off and then after that the jedi were kind of weakened and that's when the mandalorians were kind of like hey what if we tried to take over the world <laughs> or the yeah universe? the galaxy yeah and you know as the ultimate test for them because they're all about being warriors and testing your metal 
And so they're like, what's what better challenge is there than taking on the ruling body of the galaxy and the Republic and trying to take over the galaxy, basically. Did they do pretty good? They did. They actually... And so the reason I, I bring up the Jedi Civil War is because when the Mandalorians started their conquest, the Republic went to the Jedi and were like, hey, we kind of need you guys here. <laughs> and the the council said, well, yeah, we got to think about it. And part of that was because they had just had their, their, you know, their civil war. They were just at a war. And we're kind of weakened by it and kind of still recovering and, you know, Jedi are peaceful. So they didn't really want to go into another war. So, yeah, they kind of told the public, we're going to hang back for now. We're going to think about it. Was it like a for the Jedi Civil War before we go on past that? Was it like a since they didn't like the the teachings or whatever? Was it like Jedi and Sith or was it like Jedi and like Dark Jedi type thing? Like they wanted to be able to explore more into. I'm a little rusty on that one right now, but I'm pretty sure it was Jedi who broke away and maybe dipped into the dark side a bit, but not like completely because i know in the in the series and stuff like that throughout throughout the rest of the series there have been jedi that just they did they just went away from the jedi like the jedi order like because they didn't believe anymore or whatever but like that didn't automatically make them sith no no no, yeah yeah. sith is a whole separate thing you're just a force user that's that's left the jedi basically yeah but yeah, I think it was, and you you hear about there's a bunch of figures in the lore from before the games that you you'll pick up on bits and pieces of their story throughout. And I don't have names off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure there was like a, I think it was three main Jedi that kind of split off, and they were like masters that split off, or like knights. Yeah, maybe like one master and two knights or something like that. And I'm not totally sure, but they were kind of the spearhead of that the the break. And okay, so that happens. They have a civil war within their themselves. The Mandalorians come seemingly at the opportune moment, just be like, "I'm gonna fucking nuke everybody." We're going to take them all out. Yeah. And they... Did they do that on purpose? Like, is it talked about? Like, did they see that the Civil War had just happened and they're like, this is the time to do it? Or was it just sort of like good timing? <laughs> they don't talk about that too much, but it seems like that definitely played a factor. And I'm sure they don't go too much into the lore of where the Mandalorians were at before they decided to go down that road. Um, but I'm sure there was something going on within them where, um, you know, they felt they were ready for that. I think they, they weren't, I think they were just separate clans and then, um, the Mandalore came along and united them. I think that was a big part of it. With the Darksaber, right? That's something I know about. No, that's not, I, that's man. you're correct. It's Mandalorian's different storyline. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
that's uh clone wars and rebels okay that's when the dark saber and mm. stuff happens but but that's i thought that's what made them the one true mandalore or something like that i guess there's a there must be a different reason you're, for it behind you're on the right lines for the the clone wars and rebels story is that's part of Mandalore wields that blade from what I understand or at least I don't know if they call them Mandalore or if they're just the Mandalorian leader yeah but because they also the planet is Mandalore too and yeah so like <laughs> anything is Mandalore yeah no from old Republic time it was more a way of life rather than originating in any one place so they had clans throughout the galaxy mm. and yeah, Mandalore came along and said, I'm going to be the leader of all Mandalorians and unite us all. And once we do that, then we're going to take on the Republic and take over the galaxy. And it sounds like they were winning. Yeah, without the Jedi, who were like, we're going to we'll, we'll mull it over. <laughs> um, they, yeah, they were winning. They were hitting the Republic pretty hard, and yeah, that's just the best way to put it. They were winning, and a lot of the Jedi in the Order were watching it happen and watching the Republic lose and going, isn't this our whole job <laughs> to like jump in at moments like these mm. and, and protect the Republic and its citizens? Yeah. And I think it went on for like a few years without the Jedi intervening to where Jedi and the Order were finally like, you know what? We're just going to go jump into this war and help out. Just take care of it. Because that's the thing. This is what we're for. This is the right thing to do. We're just going. And the council said, well, if you leave, don't come back really yeah so they were just the council was totally against it yep well they you know they were still (laughs) contemplating whether they wanted it wasn't like a hard no it was more like we're for now definitely no but maybe you know but they were also like if you are gonna leave and divide us then you're not part of the order you're done if you choose to leave don't come back you were exiled is that something with Revan? Is that was he one of the people that did that? Uh, or is it that is a further into the yeah. It is with Revan, also with the character from Two, but I'll dive more into that later if we get there. Okay, but yeah, Revan did that, and so did Malik. And for the longest time, I always felt Malik was Revan's apprentice, but I th- pretty sure Malik thought- was a knight when they left as well and he was just kind of like they were buds and maybe i don't know i ended up questioning that later on of like wait was he his apprentice i don't know revan was definitely he was more the, established jedi he was this like superior yeah but yeah they left and revan kind of became the like poster jedi for the war and becoming a and that was before the rest of the council decided to get into it 
type thing. They they never decided to get into the Mandalorian Wars. Oh. So he they split a huge part of the Jedi off then. Yep. Yeah. And as Revan kind of went to the war and became a crucial part in turning the tide and you became a hero of the Republic. A lot more Jedi joined because, you know, they saw that that icon that they could follow. And eventually they they won. They won the war. Um, there was there was like huge battle at I think Malachor Five was the the planet where they it was pretty close to a draw on that battle. <laughs> they like blew up half the planet. Oh my god! Yeah, or something along those lines. But it so heavy casualties from the Republic there, but it broke the Mandalorian side and they lost. And. After that, Revan and Malik just disappeared for like a couple years, I think. Like just gone? Yeah, they were just they just pieced out after that. And then a couple years later they came back and with a whole brand new army and they were calling themselves Sith. Had the Sith been at where where I were the Sith a major part of it before this point? Like they were kind of, cause from what I understand of, from what Spencer has said, Sith never, like originally it didn't mean like dark side user or whatever. It was just like, it was its own planet. And this was a planet of the Sith type it, thing. It orig- that's where it originated. And you kind of see that more in the MMO where there's like pure blood Sith. There's a race that they're called Sith. Oh. And that's where the origins of Sith came from, but eventually by the time you're into the old Republic times, Sith is like the opposite of Jedi. They're force wielders who have their kind of order and group and they're dark side users. And that's what they're all about. And they were around then they just were kind of off doing their own thing. So they weren't really like the, at least as far as the Revan and Malik thing goes, they weren't they weren't a part of that. Yeah, they, they came were... back thinking they were they came back they were Sith. Yeah, so the Sith were around in the galaxy. They just were pretty quiet. They kind of kept to themselves, and a lot of that was and there's a ton of lore throughout those games about ancient Sith that when back when the Sith were powerful and super iconic figures when you go to one of the planets Korriban Mm -hmm. where there's a Sith Academy there and there's like tombs of the ancient awesome badass Sith there that you can go into the different Darths or whatever yeah like different lords of the Sith basically and that's all really cool lore there that they don't go (laughs) super deep into it's more just like hey while you're on this planet here you go okay but yeah it's basically they're they're not as great as they once were back when those big lords were around and a lot of that has to do with kind of infighting because that's they're they you know they're the strongest survives survives and is you know is the best and so they're constantly like stepping on each other 
in their grabs for power so they have a hard time becoming like a major power so they're just kind of quietly doing that in their little corner of the galaxy but at that point Revan and Malik were coming back yeah and so completely separate from that Revan and Malik come back and are saying like we're Sith we're lords of the Sith and they have a whole army you know with them as well which again people are like where where did this come from yeah Yeah. (laughs) but as they did that as they came back then um they try to take over they basically take replace the mandalorians and are like hey we're gonna we're gonna take over the galaxy and a lot of i'm assuming the council decided to jump in on that one Yes, they decided we're we're gonna help out with this one, um, because it was kind of our soon. own inactions that kind of led to this happening. He was one of ours. Revan was one of ours, and he should have become a great. We Jedi let him walk away, and yeah. now he's coming back, and is quote unquote evil. So they probably felt some responsibility to take care of that. That's fair. At the same time, a lot of Jedi and Republic soldiers and officers that followed Revan in the Mandalorian War, they joined up with the Sith Empire, which is what, you know, Revan and Malak were calling their their gang okay so they were the sith essentially yeah, at least in their they minds that, that, that's what they claim mm-hmm. and so yeah the jedi jumped in on that and that war went on for a couple years and was pretty stalemate-ish but the same brilliant tactics and maneuvering that revan brought to the mandalorian war he brought to that war too made them a pretty tough opponent and that game starts out with you're some some random guy yeah yeah guy girl whatever yeah Yeah. on a ship and you're just getting attacked or something like yeah you get you get boarded by sith and it was like relatively not that long ago before that uh, a, a boarding a strike team of Sith and Re- or not Sith Jedi and Republic forces board Revan's like capital ship, and when that happens, Malak takes his capital ship and fires on it, and is like, "I'll take out this strike team and Revan and take over all at once." Damn, very Sith maneuver right there. Exactly. And so Revan is dead mm-hmm. and Malik takes over and is a lot more brutal, but it's kind of not long after that that the game actually starts. So Malik is more brutal than Revan was? Yeah, Revan was more like just logical, tactical, like whatever maneuver is best to get us to win, where Malik was just like, we're... I think we're the stronger force. We're just going to do straight guerrilla tactics on you. It's like 
basically just wave after wave, just smash into them sort of situation. Yeah, but, you know, more along those lines. God. (laughs) And then, so you're playing as your character getting to watch all of this happen. Sort of thing. Like, you're getting to see that as you're going through the worlds. I did get this far. You're getting to meet some Jedi and some people that are not not Jedi. Like just some regular, you know, bounty hunters and just regular schmoes. Yeah, as you're going through the different planets, you get introduced to all kinds of, of characters in the universe, which is part of why it was so cool. And the party that you end up taking with you represents that as well. You know, you get... Bastila, who's a, you know, pretty figurehead Jedi right now, even though she's younger because she's got her battle meditation technique. That's like only she has. And then you get the Republic officer in Karth. You get a street rat from the dregs of a planet in Mission and her Wookiee friend Zalbar that's just teamed <laughs> up with her just because you get the crotchety old Jedi that's left the Jedi. Yeah, you get a, a bounty hunter and like um after the Mandalorians lose, they basically become just mercenaries. Which and, is kind of what they're more are known for type thing seems like after yeah that. it was that's kinda... something they did beforehand as part of their you know when they were in clans but you know it's a little more common now that they're like broken yeah of like well you know we're still badasses so we can <laughs> we can work we can we can be mercenaries but you you get a mandalorian mercenary on your crew and an assassination droid. Is it one of the IGs? Uh, HK. HK. Hunter Killer. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. And so you're learning about all these different things. So you have... Because one thing I remember on it is you've got like light side people. You've got dark side people. You're kind of... Uh, you're kind of allowed to go whatever way you want to go with it. Yeah, you you have decisions that are, you know, light side or dark side and there's a meter as one of the game mechanics for where you're at in the spectrum, force spectrum, you know, if you're light or dark or more gray. Did you ever get fully gray? Like did you ever stay fully no, gray? No, gray was always boring. <laughs> and and plus gameplay-wise the, you know, there were light side and dark side powers and they were cheaper if you were one or the more other. attuned to you know each power that makes sense and they were always the cooler ones there's the ones that aren't like the innate ones uh, like light side dark side dependent yeah um those were more like useful ones rather than like cool and flashy and awesome so we're kind of tiptoeing around it, but let's say so you're you're meeting all these people, you go through. Suddenly, what what part does the story start to kick in again? Like after you're 
as you're going through the planets and stuff like that. It's the first, you know. It speeds up pretty quick once you get off the first planet, which takes a thousand years in Terrace. That's that, yeah, that's that weird, like, that's the planet where, where you get Bastila and all that. Uh, like, all the, like, you have to do the racing and you have to do the mm-hmm. underground stuff. And it, yeah, I never got, I, I think I barely ever got off that first planet. Yeah, because it takes forever. <laughs> And you're, it's pretty, like, unless you're playing on, like, easy or something, it's pretty tough. There's some tough parts, um, mostly because you're just a brand new character, so you're not really great at anything. Yeah. But, yeah, once you get off that, you go back to the Jedi Order to report what's going on, and... As you're on Terrace, you're, like, having dreams slash visions about mm-hmm. Revan. And when when the strike team boarded his ship, that whole that whole event. Um, so that's why they're, like, the main reason you go to the Jedi. So that they can kind of check you out. And then you turn out to be, like, Force-sensitive. And you have, like, a bond with Bastila. Because she's in those dreams and stuff, too. Yeah. And so they end up saying, you know what? We're we're going to train you. We're going to make you a Jedi. Which is crazy, because you're pretty old by that point. Yeah, you're a, an adult. Yeah. <laughs> you're a full-grown adult. And they, like, kind of acknowledge that. Like, yeah, you're not the typical person we train, but we're going to train you. And then they don't acknowledge as much of, we trained you really quick. <laughs> like here's a montage of you training and it's like okay you're jedi you knight go. or whatever <laughs> i guess you're you'd probably be technically a padawan and they kind of stick you with bastila even though she's not your master but as you're like here's your adult jedi to go along with but you you, you start dreaming about the star maps and there's one on the planet with the Jedi Enclave. And so you go explore that, and that ends up being something Revan went and looked at. And so they're like, oh, like, you're tying this yourself, taught yeah. Revan something. He gained some knowledge from this. Maybe we can learn something if we follow this thread. So off you go to go do that. Go find more star maps. So what you're saying is the Jedi really gave you like a lot of leeway then to kind of. Yeah, and they didn't even really temper it with like, "Hey, we're giving you a lot of responsibility. Don't fuck it up." Yeah. They were mostly just like, "You got it, man. Get out there. <laughs> Get out there in the galaxy. Basila's with you. Which, it's fine. which, which, based on everything I've seen of Jedi, is not the case normally. Usually, they're a lot more strict about that shit. Yeah, I I explain it away as like they had a lot going on there. So they kind of were just like, well, we'll throw up a Hail Mary. And also, once you get to the big reveal in the game, it makes a little more sense with why they did that, Why they too. did it, yeah. That's that's the real kicker right there. So yeah. Once you know that, you're like, ah, it's like, okay. All that made a little more sense. So you're you're doing these star maps. You're kind of going from planet to planet, still finding people for your party and having a good time 
type situation. Yeah, running into reoccurring bad guys. Uh, Malik blows up Terrace, like as you're leaving it. And I think he became aware Bastila was there and some weird companion, which is your player character. And so he's kind of like, well, we need to probably track them down, get rid of them. So they're still kind of on your tail. And there's some, there's like a crime Lord at the end of Terrace and he ends up dying, but he has his like go-to bounty hunter guy. Okay. starts with a C or right. Calo Nord. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember because I, I would put him in my party because he was fun to play with. <laughs> he wasn't a party character. Which one am I thinking of? Then? Candorous. Candorous. Candorous Ordo. Candorous was cool. It was cool. I enjoyed, He's I enjoyed the one having that, him in yeah, the party. He, he joins your team. But there's Calo Nord was one that doesn't join your team. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be like the ultimate badass bounty hunter that you escape from slash he dies and then, you know, he comes back later for Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. And he's upset with you for how that went down. So all in all, as it is, it's kind of a just, at least in the beginning, it's like, it's fun and there's lots of cool lore and stuff going on. But as it is, you're kind of just, it's kind of just a normal, like, hero's journey type thing. Yeah, totally. Just a very basic sort of situation. At what point, because yeah, I'm sure there's points, like you said, where it starts to ramp up. Like, at what point do you start to ramp up towards, like, Malik and stuff? You, there's the four, you, four planets you go to for the star maps. And after the third one, well, if you go to the star map at the end of each planet. So once you've uncovered three star maps, uh, Malik basically shows up and kidnaps you. Oh. And that's when that ramps up. That sounds like that would ramp that up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and in your, your whole party, he does. I think he kidnaps your ship as you're flying around, basically. Uh, and that's when they drop the reveal. And Bastila gets left behind on that one, too. Yeah, well, she stays so you can escape. She stays to fight Malik so you can escape. So, a huge reveal of the fact that you're like you said 17 years if you haven't played it 17 years you're Revan yes your player character is Revan yep. and uh it kind of changes like you said everything that happened before it it kind of gives a framing to yeah they do the flashbacks of all the subtle drops of like yeah you're Revan that you saw you, mm-hmm. you played through before, but you didn't know your reverence. So you didn't notice it. Of, you know, that's why you are having visions of Revan because you are him. <laughs> what a what a, what a yeah. crazy idea! Yeah, and so how does Bastil? I because I, like I said, I only I already knew about it, but I never got to that point in the game or anything like that. How do the people take it in your party? Like, what changes? They don't really talk about it. Really? Yeah. There's not a lot of group dynamic within the party. Um, it's it's more a bunch of solo characters all clumped together. 
like you can go talk to them like throughout the story and they'll reveal more about themselves Mm -hmm. and they'll do a little bit of comment on what's going on. But mostly when they talk about other characters, it's usually just like, yeah, that, that guy or that gal. I feel like Basta, Basila at least would have some things to say. Yeah, she, from what I've talked to about other people who play the game, people are kind of split on if they like her or not. She's a little bitchy. Like after that happens or like before that happens? From the very start, she kind of holds herself in high esteem and kind of looks down on people who kind of think different. Um, so a lot of people are kind of off put by that. But she, you know, if you push back on her, she will end up listening. I, I liked her a lot. She, she, she's one of my favorite Star Wars characters, but yeah. So yeah, you know, her opinions on the crew were kind of like, well, you know, I don't really she was agree really with everything. About, yeah. yeah, she's very judgy. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> but she also kind of accepted it of like, well, we're here. You're here for a reason. You have your place. Like, let's just do the mission. I was more thinking about the whole Revan thing with her. Like, I thought she would have. She knew. Oh. Time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, if that's what you're going for. Yeah. She was in on it. I didn't know that honestly. That yep. was that was a big thing. That's a, that's a big reveal for me. I didn't know she already knew. Makes sense though. Why why would why wouldn't she already know? Yeah, if they're thing. gonna if the council is gonna place Revan in her hands, she's probably gonna know about it. Yeah. So what all happens from that point? Because I just always assumed, knowing that twist, I always assumed that was near the end of the game. Like that, you pretty much like go into like end game type thing with Malik after that. But it sounds like that's not the case. No, because that happens. You have the four planets you have to go to. It happens after the third one. Mm-hmm. So you have a whole other planet to do, and you can do them in any order. So it's not like the one you do after that is a specific one. It could be any of the four. But it does change some of the like the events, the convos and stuff as you go, because you know you're Revan. So if you want, you can run around being like, "I'm fucking Revan. What's up?" <laughs> Which is pretty cool if you're doing a dark side character. <laughs> uh, but then after that, then there's the whole end game sequence, which is the star maps take you to some forgotten planet. And you meet a race there that, once upon a time, like hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of years ago, they were like the top dog civilization in the galaxy Hmm. and were like the infinite empire is what they were called. And, you know, they ruled the galaxy. Really? Yeah. And they were... They're pretty advanced, smart race. And then um, 
somewhat of a mystery. You get into it a little bit, and I don't really remember what or why they kind of fall, but what you find on this planet is what they've quote-unquote devolved into, which is still, like, a pretty intelligent race, but nowhere near what they, what were they once were. Yeah. Um, and from there, you... That's where there's like a Star Forge, which is a basically like force powered star base that creates Jeez. the empire that, that Revan is controlling, uh-huh. like all their ships and stuff. So that's where they came from then. Exactly. Yeah. They got it from the Star Forge. So, yeah, you learn about that from that planet, and then you go to the Star Forge. And that's, you know, you go through that and all the layers and there's all the Sith and evil, corrupted, just soldiers and stuff you fight through. And then Malak's at the end of that. And depending on it, does it depend on how you've been acting like your, your force things? Like, does that change how the game ends and stuff? It does, because there's some decisions as you're on that planet that change kind of how things are going the the last bit of tone mm-hmm. um it mostly affects your 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 party group um because i mean because i've also known I, I did notice like even before that like each one of the they had their own separate like force meters or whatever like that they mm-hmm. were more on the light side or more on the dark side so i'm assuming that the things that you do could possibly turn them to different parts of it for your group yeah no no not in the first one they did that in the second okay but in the first one it was they are you know when you looked at their like character page they would they would be somewhere on the like the spectrum spectrum yeah but it was constant they stayed that way throughout the game minus some end decisions um yeah because like I said, when Malik shanghais your team, Basila gets left behind. And you find her again on that planet from the ancient, with, the, with the ancient race. And she has... Is she like all dark side? Thing? Yeah, Malik corrupted what? her. And made her his That's apprentice. crazy. That's so cool. It's pretty cool. If you're playing a light side character and you like Bastila, which was my first playthrough, then it's really sad. Yeah. But if you're playing a dark side character and you like Bastila, it's the fucking awesome. It's amazing. It works so well. In yeah. Because does she stay? Does, does she come back to being your party member? So you have like a showdown with her at like the last bit where you you're taking a ship because you got. There's some kind of like weird force field that pulls ships down into the planet. So mm-hmm. you get crack, you get marooned there, and you're at this base that has a ship that can take you off to the Star Forge. And so she bars your way, and you have to have a crisis moment with her. Of she was your old teammate, and now she's dark side. What are you gonna do about it? Are you gonna be light side? And 
if you are, you can like convince her to come back to the light side. But even then, it's she's like, I've fallen kind of too far. I can't come all the way back, but yeah. I'll help you as much as I can. And I don't think you can get her back in your. Maybe you can. No, you get her back in her party, but then you lose her at some point in when you're on the Star Forge because she goes into a room and uses her battle meditation mm-hmm. to like swing the the battle because there's the Republic shows up. <laughs> I love the I love the look that you gave me. The Republic shows up because of course there finally has to be an epic final battle. <laughs> Because I think you're able to send them a message when you're on the planet or something. So there's a whole space battle going on. And so she uses her battle meditation to influence that. And maybe that happens if she's dark side too. I feel like she you're able to use her more if you go dark side. But basically if you go dark side, she's like... Then you... She's like, me too. Then we're well, in. yeah, but you're... You're basically like, well, why follow Malik when you can follow me? I'm Revan. I'm better. I'm the real Sith Lord. And she's <laughs> like, yeah, good point. Let's, okay. I'm on your team. We're dark side. <laughs> Super easy. Yeah. Um, which is really cool. But then you have to, whatever you choose, you have to reconcile that with the rest of your team. Which light side's pretty easy. Everyone's just kind of like, okay. This is status quo. We've been doing this the whole time. Yeah. Dark side. But if you make a really like dark side decision at the end of it. Like... Well, it's that's basically the moment where you have to decide, you know, because you've known your Revan for a little bit now, but maybe you're running around saying you're Revan. Maybe you're not. But it's that point where you're like, are you going to become Darth Revan again or not? So you've played it. You've played this first one multiple times. Then you've oh, yeah. done. You've done both sides of it. Yeah. And so if you do the dark side route, that's when you're basically saying like, "I am Revan. Okay. I'm accepting this. I'm taking it back. I'm becoming me again. I'm reclaiming my title as being in charge of the Sith Empire. And so when you do that, the rest of the team knows, and they have their opinions on it there are some dark side people on your team <laughs> there are um and so those those ones probably don't give as much of a shit they love it yeah yeah they're in hk's dark side he's an assassination droid so he's like yes let's go kill things let's do it like it, because you find out with hk because he's just like you find him on your ship when you go in there and mm. it turns out he was Revan's like personal assassination droid. So when he finds out you're Revan and you embrace like I'm Revan again, he's like, yes, welcome back master. I've missed <laughs> you. Let's do this. Let's get back to work. Which is cool. And then Candorous, you know, the Mandalorian is like, fuck. Yeah. Revan was a badass. He, he beat us. The Mandalorians. Like he, pretty much the greatest warrior ever i'll totally follow you hell yeah some of them aren't full on some of the ones that i saw on at least the ones that i saw on the party uh weren't full light side either like they were they were kind of gray 
the main one was Joel E. Was he was gray? He was mm-hmm. like right in the middle. But he's still a Jedi like type thing. In he the, still in leans his... more towards the good. He's like, you don't have to be a goody two shoes, but maybe don't fuck people over. And if you're choosing Darth Revan, you're choosing the fuck yeah. people over. Moment. And at that point, he and Juhani show up and are like, we're not cool with this. We're going to stop you. Oh, so you end up fighting. You, you kill him. Holy crap. Yeah. You, you get into a fight with him. You battle him and you kill him. Does that work the same on the other side of it, too? Like, do the dark side people... Do you have no, to fight the dark them? side people just... If you choose the light side, they still are okay. Yeah, they're like, we've been following you this whole time. It's whatever. But yeah, if you go dark side, it's a major change to where... You, you know, you're saying I'm Revan. I'm a totally different person. So they react to it. And... Karth runs off like a bitch... Which is pretty satisfying. And if you want, you can have Zalbar, who's light side, but you can kind of like strong arm him into dark sideness. Yeah, basically do it in whatever you say, because he has like a life debt to you or something. Which Zalbar is the Wookiee, right? Yeah. Uh, but you can. He's basically like, I will do what you say. Um, and you can have him kill Mission, which is pretty. That's crazy. It's pretty they intense. Are friggin' like forever. Yeah, and he's like he does it too, you know. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's that's a pretty intense one. So basically, you can wipe half your party and be like, "All right, light side people, get out of here. Dark siders only, or you obey me." and be light side whatever jeez so then it's no matter what you do you just go and just kill malik at that point yeah and Either then way. whatever you've chosen at that point basically after you kill him you have to decide what to do with the starforge that you are now in control of so let's talk about it this way before we talk about the different ways that it can go so from one to two what is canon that happened They leave it open in two. Oh, really? Yeah, they kind of talk about the things Revan's done. But I thought there was like an actual canon, like, like there's, there is a storyline or whatever that they talk about throughout. Once you get to the MMO, yes, they they canonize the character for one and two, but in two they kind of leave it open to like, was Revan good? Was he bad? Was was he a he? Was he she? He's kind of like an all, like a and weird sort like, of figurehead. There's like debates about thing. it too. It's basically, it's kind of a mystery after this amount of time has passed. So how many, how much time has passed from the first one to the second one? I want to say it's like 10 years, five years, five, 10 years, something like that. Okay. But the people that you run into, everyone's kind of like, um, I heard... Revan was a woman. I heard it was he was a man. I heard he, he saved the Republic. I already destroyed it. Um, That's basically disappears again after the just first one. gone. Yeah. God, I see why you like that first one. That's just just from that first That's, one is that first, that, that a very sounds, epic story. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Yeah. Holy shit! How long have we been talking? 
<laughs> we're almost an hour just for the first game. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like forty hours of game. And we have, we have two uh, two more games in the <laughs> in the series. One of them is an MMO, so that's probably going to take up the most amount of time. That's got a ton. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure of it. But why don't we break this into a couple of different ones? I feel like this is a good end of part one sort of situation. Definitely come back if you want to hear more about the second game. Uh, at least from what it sounds like with Jeremy, I I probably will at the same point. But he says still go and play it. Like it's well worth going through, even though we've talked about the yeah. Major like I plot said, points. I I had it all spoiled for the first one, spoiled for me before I played it. I still loved playing through it. It was still really good. Getting to know the characters, seeing all the planets and. You know, picking up on all that lore that I kind of mentioned but didn't really go into. Yeah. Really cool. And that's the fun part about this is, like, you, you kind of went through, like, the main beats of the story. You didn't get – there's not all the – you didn't do all the extra stuff that makes those games so much fun. Yeah, there's stuff going on on each planet. Each planet has a certain feel to it and something that's going on that you kind of get involved with a little bit. Korriban's the coolest because it's – goes into the sith so lots of lots of stuff that you didn't hear here that you'd still be able to experience that is awesome all right thank you so much for for doing this for me jeremy we're definitely gonna do a part two and it sounds like maybe even a part three with uh with all of that stuff it's gonna be a blast um thank you guys so much for joining in and talking with us hopefully uh, we were able to brighten up your day just a little bit, and hopefully we had you were able to have some fun and hear something interesting that you'd never heard before that makes you want to go play the games or look into the lore or whatever it is, because it's all super interesting stuff. So you have everybody have a great rest of the day. Bye bye. Philosophy, topography. Star Wars, cryptozoology, comic books and textbooks, they're all the same. They all deserve some room inside your brain. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Dane and friends are here to talk about it. Let's talk about it, let's talk about it. Dane and friends are here to talk about it.